throughout Britain, men and women are foregoing the 9 to 5 jobs introduced during the Industrial Age as they embrace new technologies within the digital revolution. And these two chaps are here to help. Welcome to the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, the show about mindfulness and entrepreneurship in the digital economy. With your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. It's time for your weekly digestible ear porn. Oh yeah. Powerful nonsense. <laughs> Although when you say weekly digest, I just think of old people. <laughs> like Reader's Digest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of digesting, I am starving. So we need to get... So we're, we're going to get crack-a-lacking. Go get straight in. Straight in. Go feed Wayne. We've got no messing him. about. I need food. He's hungry. I need food. So if you hear any belly rumbles throughout this episode... That is why I am starving. <laughs> I am Wayne Ingram. And I am Jem Yordis. And we are the Powerful Nonsense Posse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound cool. <laughs> it's because it's coming from me. I think if exactly. you said it, go on. Go it's for the it. Posse. No. No. It's powerful Nonsense Posse. We are the uh, Powerful the, Nonsense the Posse. The PM go. Posse. The PM <laughs> That sounds fucked up. <laughs> anyway. So today we are talking about failure and we're talking about stories and turning your failure into stories. <laughs> Basically, yeah, kind of your own personal brand story, like what mm-hmm. people know about you and why it's so important to have a story or so that when you meet people, you know how to communicate that mm-hmm. story and how to get people actually on your side or actually understanding what your values are, where you're coming from and why they maybe want to help you or whether they can pass you on to somebody else. Like mm-hmm. it's so important to be able to connect with people through the story that you tell them. Definitely. Branding is a big buzzword these days. Yeah, I don't like... I don't As like... is story. Story is becoming the new buzzword, I think, over yeah. brand now, actually. Yeah, it's What's kind your of, story? Well, people say, what's your brand story? Or well, what's your story's well. brand? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> but we can make it that. <laughs> You're just talking shit. No, it's true, but I think brand, brand sounds very sort of like cold, and people say if you yeah. try to brand yourself, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're a bit stuck up yourself, mm-hmm. and you think you are some sort of product. And yeah. It's Brand bit... has become a corporate thing now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it right, always was. It always but... was corporate, but then people started applying it to themselves, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like now you're treating yourself like a business, which we say is a kind of good thing, but then it's a bit cold. And then I think mm-hmm. story came along, and people said, actually, that's quite nice. People tell stories, and I mm-hmm. think it's kind of taken over, and we're, we're going to go with stories yeah. today and why you kind of need a story. It could be your brand story. Yeah. It could be your personal story, whatever you want to call it. But I've got a bit of a story about storytelling, actually. Go on, then. Gary Vaynerchuk would like this. Go on. Right. It's Snapchat, right? Mm-hmm. This is not particularly relevant to business as as a story in itself, but the fact the power of storytelling is where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. So Snapchat, right? Yeah. You can post things to your story, funnily enough, actually, is what yeah. they call their feed story. Um, and a friend of mine <laughs> was um, having a, a drunken night in, I think it was, with one of her friends. And I woke up on Saturday morning to about 30 Snapchats from this friend of mine. And it started off just videos of them, like, drinking and having a bit of a laugh. And then it turned into this soap opera. They they had this inflatable alien, mm-hmm. right? And it started, like, with them doing videos of them sat next to the alien or, like, whatever. And then it turned into, like, there was one of them sat opposite the alien playing chess. So they'd move one piece and then the alien just... 
dived across the chessboard and <laughs> smashed it to bits. They had a lot of spare time. With then that, it? then it went to uh, them in the bath with the alien. <laughs> then it went to them like walking in on the other person, making out with the alien, being like, what the hell's going on? Then it cut to them in a car, right? You just saw, like, in the driver's seat of the car, and you just saw the alien, like... Bounce off the windscreen, <laughs> and then it got, the next one was the alien just uninflated, just on the road, just flat. Yeah. And then they held the funeral and everything. It was so funny, and I it like I woke up to this, and I I was just like that is just incredible level of storytelling, just pissing about. But if that was like a brand, uh huh, like and they produced that sort of thing just on their Snapchat account, like. People would be like, I am so following this account. I'm not following them for the product. I'm following them for the story. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I wanted to link it in. But it was just it was just superb And story if, you, if you want links to Wayne's friends and those sort of <laughs> stories, then I'm sure he'll share them with you. It was fantastic. But so, no, I think that's the point. I think a lot of people on those sort of Snapchats, your story is kind of showing, this is me, this is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I drink, I party, I da-da-da-da. So, yeah, it's a good way of looking at stories. But again, it's kind of... It's clever in a way because, like films, it kind of you pick certain scenes or different ways that you want mm-hmm. to be perceived. But I think that's also it's good and bad to a degree. You kind of know you can't just sort of pick the best bits and then go in. People actually yeah. want to know who you are authentically. So if you're not mm. always partying and not always out, and then someone meets you and you're not that story that you've been sharing on yeah. social, and they're like, "Wait a minute, you you came across like this, this, and this, but now you're." A totally different person i think that's a, that's an important point it's kind yeah, of definitely. how do you sort of stay authentic with your story and a lot of these stories that we are sharing are online mm. uh, yeah well i was just about to say i think people are starting to kind of wisen up to the way social media is used to, as a kind of highlight reel of people's lives and though that's wonderful um people are starting to go oh, hang on a second not everything's all peachy and lovely for you mm-hmm. because you've got all this other stuff and suddenly when you're like actually there's a, a young actor um, that I worked with, bless him. Like, he's trying really, really hard, and I don't want to name names. Um, but you're doing rubbish, no? <laughs> but, no, no, he's not. He's actually doing really, really well. But the problem yeah. is, is his Facebook feed, mm-hmm. like, his personal Facebook feed, is reading like a business feed. It's like, I'm going to release my showreel exclusively to you guys mm-hmm. um, first before I upload it onto my official yeah. whatever channel. And it's like... That's great, but that's not why people are following you on Facebook. Like, that's not the story people are after. The Mm -hmm. story people are after from you is, like, how's your life going, Mm -hmm. career and otherwise. Um, And I think it's under... Like, Gary Vaynerchuk is the right person to listen to with this sort of stuff because he always talks about, you know, understand why people are there and and what story you're telling because of that Well, tell the story on the correct media. Right, exactly. And that's an example of someone telling the story in the wrong way. Yeah. So, um... Let's talk about, start off with, like, what sort of circumstances are there where people kind of need to share that story? Um, well, I think there are, <laughs> in terms of in terms of them having a personal need or in terms of having, um, like, a... a um, I think, obviously... From, from a branding perspective. I mean, as a, as, a, as a young person or someone who's starting a business, kind mm-hmm. of, you'll either go into investors or you'll go into friends and family, you try and test out your mm-hmm. idea or... Your um, people, or you're trying to find a mentor or something mm-hmm. like that. What, why it's so important to sort of have a story behind you? Right. Okay. Yeah, I understand what you're asking. So basically, um, 
the way that you want to utilize your story is in terms of, of relationship building, whether that's directly or indirectly. Mm-hmm. Um, people, I, think, I think that's what a lot of it is about. That. Yeah. At the end of the day, most of your storytelling is a relationship with either your audience or with someone you're trying to meet or a girlfriend or whatever else. Everything you do is your own personal storytelling, your own sort of marketing in a way. Right, exactly. And, and with if I use the Snapchat thing as an example, right, I'm now going to be paying very close attention to that particular friend's uh, Snapchat feed mm-hmm. just in case they do something like that again uh-huh. because I found it so bloody entertaining so now I'm like oh I know these guys are likely to entertain me in some way shape or form mm-hmm. and they have done with it not to the same degree but they have done mm-hmm. a few times since um and it's all about that's now developed an indirect relationship I'm now going oh I've got I've got like a minute to kill. Let's see what they're up to on Snapchat. See if you know mm-hmm. they've got anything that's going to entertain me. So you've built that relationship in the same way. If you um, tell a story about, um, I don't know, uh, your your troubles as a parent, for example, your the difficulties that you've had as a parent, um, the people that then uh, consume that content or consume that story and relate to that suddenly there's a trust there because they're like oh i know exactly how they're feeling they're feeling exactly the same i'm feeling mm-hmm. uh, but they've dealt with it in a different way and actually that way seemed to actually yield better results so now i trust them to um give me parenting advice for example mm-hmm. that was just an off-the-cuff example <laughs> but but it's that same sort of thing so if you are looking to um investors or you're looking to i mean let's use us as an example mm-hmm. in fact so the way we kind of put ourselves across to you guys which is completely genuine by the way <laughs> is that we're sex gods no um, <laughs> uh, no that we you know one we're, half of us uh, yeah obviously me um, <laughs> no we're um, we're graduates from university we're young we don't claim to be experts at all um, we're just giving you guys like the kind of things that we've learned on our journey um, and you know we've gone into the world where there isn't that much work out there, we've gone in, gone down an entrepreneurial route, a sidepreneurial route. Quite creative route. endeavors. Of our skill sets are quite creative. Right, exactly. And you know, we young guys, and that's kind of our story. Uh, you know, a very muddled up version of our story, <laughs> but that that's kind of what we're putting across. Um, and I think when the people that then sit in that same camp as us then go oh right okay i can trust these guys because they're in the same boat as me and i think that's where it's really really important and i think if you if we use our example again i know when we've gone to people and we kind of explained what we're doing we're like oh yeah we came out of uni didn't have any work started kind of doing our own thing our own creative endeavors then we started meeting up trying to get motivated again we started reading books and then discussing those books together and then we started changing our mindsets things started picking up started having a few sort of uh, successes come our way and then people really relate to us Mm. and it, it tends to be when people hear our sort of hardship as well and I think I don't know why it is but when anyone's sort of doing some maybe it's a creative endeavour mm-hmm. it's kind of I don't know whether it's just inside to them it feels like wow I wish I had the balls to be an actor I wish uh-huh. I had the balls to go and create a podcast I wish I had the balls to kind of just go out there and create something that it seems like why are you doing this guys it's not mm-hmm. it's not normal it's kind of and yeah, so yeah. I don't know whether they kind of you go in there with that story they know where you've come from and they kind of want to root for the underdog they kind of know mm-hmm. that what you're doing is not very normal it's not like every young pe- young person to get together read loads of books then start siphoning it then put it on the web and just give it to people for free and try to share that information I think people kind of like that and mm-hmm. I think I mean, we know we're getting some funding soon coming up and I think it came from our story it came from us sort of sharing that with that yeah, person definitely 
Definitely. And I think, um, you know, it's important as well to, as we were saying, it's more important, I think, actually to share the difficulties that you've had and the problems that you've had and the failures or whatever you want to call them, because those are the bits where people really relate to. Like uh, Mark Ruffalo is an actor that I really relate to, who played Incredible Hulk in the Avengers uh, movie. And, um, you know, the reason I, I like that guy... I. I don't even really actually enjoy his performance as much as I enjoy a lot of actors' performances. Not to say that he's a bad actor, I just don't enjoy them as much. But he did an interview where he was saying, you know, I I stopped counting my auditions at 600 auditions. And then I stopped counting because I just wasn't getting anywhere and I was going to quit. And my mum said to me, if you quit, I'll never talk to you again. (laughs) He was that low. And then eventually he got his success and that's the reason I, I think yeah Mark Ruffalo he's the guy because it's like yeah he really struggled and I completely understand that struggle and I think people need to understand that if you go around with this pretense that you're super super successful all the time people stop caring mm-hmm. people really really stop caring yeah. and I think it's dangerous if you are trying to build some sort of brand to be going look how I'm doing yeah I think people especially I mean now online you can always share your a lot of people a lot of people tend to focus on all the things that are going well but actually the, like you say there it's the bits where you're super vulnerable and you really mm-hmm. express it that people can connect with you because they're like oh wait a minute I felt that way or I've doubted myself on these points but you've made it and so people love to see people's sort of vulnerability and we know obviously we listen to a lot of James show. we've read his book Choose Yourself it's inspired us to do a lot of things and I think he, he does it perfectly every blog post every sort of email newsletter everything he puts out is mm-hmm. a, ch- a point in his life where he totally fucked up majorly and at the end of it he's got something from it and I think that's the bit that people can connect with so much is kind of you've gone through that that pain or that problem but then at the end of it you've learned something for it and then you've gone again and you've had another failure and I think it's so human to kind of express these failures and it's kind mm-hmm. of like it shows that you are human it shows that you're not like a, a, a cyborg who can just keep going through things keep getting hurt yeah and people love to see oh yeah you are human you you do bleed and things mm-hmm. hurt you and you do have failures and you do have days where you feel like giving up and not everything's working well mm-hmm. for you and i think that's the problem i think sometimes people try to hide that so much to the point they become inhuman and people no longer Definitely. connect with you it's kind of like you become this aura of... It's, it's, and I think, to be honest, I think the internet broke that with celebrities. I think so. Celebrities used to have this massive aura around them as if they were... Would well, you remember they- Twitter? Twitter was the game changer, I think. Uh-huh. Twitter was the game changer because then, uh, you know, celebrities had their accounts, which every you didn't have to send a request and then for them to confirm. It was like... I want to. F- I want you on my feed. So you're on my feed. You got no fucking choice in the matter. Yeah, I just want to peek at what you're right, up to. Exactly. And then and then suddenly these celebrities that are on Twitter are, are, are tweeting things they probably shouldn't be tweeting, but they don't understand how the platform works mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they're just putting out. Oh yeah, you know, had a hot dog today. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh my god, so and so is eating like. You know, but, they're in this place, yeah, they're in that place. And and I think it is. It, I think Twitter was the game changer, which made everybody go, oh, shit, it's all about authenticity. Because the reason people were following uh, celebrities after a while became, actually, I want a peek into who they really are. Mm-hmm. And... But I think it also just brought the curtain down. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of... Magazines used to sell on the basis that 
it was these superhuman uh, only only mm. actors or models or whoever can look a certain way and so you thought fuck I want to I want to buy into that yeah. and then that got stripped down and actually I think people made even better those celebrities realised actually by being honest and being truthful like look at The Rock man The Rock's one of the most Do you know what I was actually going to bring up The Rock a minute ago when yeah. you were saying about we, um, as, as, as young we used to think he's like oh he's untouchable this guy he's, mm-hmm. how is he so perfect everything's so well and actually in the last say couple of years where I've been sharing seeing his on his social media on his feeds of his his vulnerability and him helping people and him going back to his roots and him sharing that story of how he grew up in poverty and you kind of think that's the story I was going to bring yeah. when he was when he had the video where yeah. he was going look I'm, yeah. I'm on the Warner Brothers uh, personal jet yeah. private jet and my favourite health products are on a, waiting for me on a silver plate and he's saying like um, oh yeah you know I just I still get a buzz from all of this stuff because I still remember the days when mm-hmm. I was 15 years old and I was buying, as he said, buying cars off crackheads for $40 uh-huh. and stuff like that and trying to scrape as much as he can. Uh-huh. And he shares those pictures, goes back to his family, mm-hmm. goes back to people in, his, in where he used to live and he takes photos. And I think, if anything, before I used to think, oh, he's in, in, in untouchable, can't go near him. Now you actually like, wow, this guy's a human with a real good heart and you yeah. want to you wanna carry on following, you want to root for him even more. And I think that's what people... Are slowly realizing is that actually people just don't want to see your best side all the time. It's nice to expose the bits where you you feel afraid, and mm-hmm. actually that's where people actually really connect with you. Because also, I think it gives <clears throat> to not sound too wishy washy, like wanky, <laughs> but like it gives people a bit of hope, uh-huh. particularly if you have been a success. It gives people a little bit of hope of. I mean, there's I'm sure there's somebody out there, some 15 year old out there that's. Uh, you know, struggling and probably trying to buy cars off crackheads for forty. Well, probably not forty dollars now, but you know, for a little little amounts of money. And has probably seen that post and gone, "Fuck!" So he's gone from where I am to there. Like suddenly, I've got to work hard and I've got, to, and that can change people's lives. And I think that's where it's really powerful as well. Yeah, and I think that's why entrepreneurs, especially, love listening to success stories. It kind mm-hmm. of it's when you you can't see down a dark tunnel but you know that somebody actually came out the end a couple of Mm -hmm. times and then you think wait a minute maybe this dark tunnel does have an actual end and I could get to the end and there's great stuff at the end I think that's why we do like to look at these sort of people and have these sort of heroes that we look Mm. at but we also want to know that they're like us and I think that's what's important I think a lot as a young person or as, yeah, as, a, yeah, as a young person who's maybe thinking about starting a business you've got to think that a lot of these people that could probably help you a lot especially mentors or whether it's funding or whether it's just making like new relationships so you can get I don't know whatever sort of technical help with things I think a lot of these people that actually want to help you it's like some of the people we reach out on the podcast you think wow I can't believe they want to come on but a lot of the time they see themselves in you. They mm. know when they were at that stage where they were hoping mm-hmm. that somebody would want to talk to them or listen to them or they would love that help and advice. And they see that in you and it's your story. It's you saying, look, I'm out of work. I'm really struggling. Nothing's working well for me. Uh, is it is it right if you just help me out with this or this? Or I would love it if you can help me in this way. Or I've helped you. I've done this. Is there any way I can help you? In just just to get some experience, and suddenly mm-hmm. they kind of that's where they want to help you. They really want to kind of bend over backwards for you when they actually are exposed to like who you really are and what you're coming from. I think 
that's it when you're being so authentic people just feel that they feel mm-hmm. it's coming from the heart and i think people are getting fucking way more clever at seeing when someone's just putting out this fake persona right it's like you know their personal instagram who's like the bullshit lifestyle you can tell it's not true mm-hmm. whereas it's the other people i mean we're all guilty well it's of like it to i was saying extent. to you like i'm uh, <laughs> getting some really attractive ladies liking my stuff on instagram right well wayne um, you know over the moon about that except for the fact that i look at their follow account versus how many people they follow and mm-hmm. i'm like you're only liking my shit so that I see your account and go, oh, yeah, they're kind of hot. Follow. Yeah. And I'm just not, not into false. that shit. It's, it is. And people are really starting to see through it. And it's like um, on, on the flip side as well, like things like X Factor. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, they're masters of the story. but they... Except people are starting to see through yeah. it now. It's oh, like, yeah, oh, here we yeah, go. Yeah. Another sob story. But it's it like... worked initially. People initially, loved yeah. it. People say, don't you have my mum fucking crying on the sofa yeah. before they've even started singing? You're like. It's like, oh, your mum died when you were 15 years old. Give him a, like, throw yeah. him a bone. And now yeah. it's like, oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you've lost, everybody's lost someone in at some point in their life, like, yeah. not to be cold, but, <laughs> like, we've seen this story a dozen times, we know how it's going to play out. But then, actually, to be fair, uh, uh, what's her name? Susan Boyle? Susan yeah. Boyle? Uh, was a perfect example. Uh-huh. A perfect example of great storytelling. Uh-huh. Because they built it up to this, like, she's this nutty woman, <laughs> this old woman, it's just, like, a little bit loopy, and yeah. you think... She's going to be fucking rubbish. Yeah. Comes out, blows everybody out of the water, yeah. and it's just like a sensation. That was masterful storytelling because that was like, here's this woman that you know is going to fail, but oh look, she didn't. Uh-huh. Um, and like, that's why she became such a success because of the storytelling. Not necessarily, like, there are loads of people that can sing like that. Mm hmm. I mean, not to say that she's not talented, because she is. It's but just that the, our initial judgment on her kind of created the sort of distance between what she was, and that distance right. is where that sort of magic took place. Exactly, exactly. That's really good. Another thing you've got to sort of consider as well, like, if, if everybody we say all the time, like, everybody, a lot of young people coming out of uni, same degrees, everyone's doing the same thing, and they're getting certain jobs and stuff, I think... A lot of the time, the only differentiator in your life usually is your personal story. Yeah, I think, I think so. You got to think everyone puts certain things on CVs and stuff like that, but often it's the same thing that's on the other, the next person who's competing with your CV. And it's, it's not till you maybe get into that interview or you're in front of someone face to face, that mentor or whoever, mm-hmm. that, okay, you've told me this is why you're good and why I should initially meet up with you, but actually, in that meeting in that first short, in that first sort of connection they actually want to know who you are yeah it's a lot of the time a lot of like big investors always say it's like I didn't invest in the idea I invest in the person yeah and I was just thinking that as well <laughs> me and you are on the same wavelength today no, Gem I'm good, loving that's it good. but that's what I'm saying so they invest in the person because they see like okay the idea might not be great but I can see that this person does not give up he will keep trying until he hits something he hits mm-hmm. some sort of yeah big success and I think that's what people need to feel from you but it's like you really need to I don't know why a lot of people are just afraid of their story, and or maybe they don't know their story. They haven't put the pieces together to find out where the, where they're currently at. I think it's um, partly people not understanding that actually it's the authenticity and the vulnerability that that um, that gets people invested in you. And I think it's also an unwillingness to share the negative stuff because people don't want to share the negative stuff. That's the thing. People are like ashamed or whatever. What if or, I go too far, what if I say this and they literally think I'm a nutter? Right, or... exactly. And, and you know, there is a certain degree of that. Like, you, you know, still be careful what you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be going on Twitter like, that twat that fired me. Like, blah, 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 blah. like <laughs> probably not a good idea. Yeah. But like, you know, 
there's no problem with sharing the fact that you know you've you've had issues. Oh, yeah, if you say whatever. you got fired, it's kind of turning around and saying what I learned from getting fired, and mm-hmm. suddenly people want to know what did. There's loads of people being fired, but they haven't seen the learning in it, mm-hmm. and I think that's where the story comes from, where you kind of flip it on his head and you. If you're somebody who gets fired and just moans about it, but then if you can turn that into sort of a win and a success, yeah. I mean, Pat Flynn's done it himself, sort of used his own failure to kind of how it's now created this whole new lifestyle mm-hmm. for him. I think people, that's where there's a bit of story created. It shows that you're not someone who, who gets knocked down, but you're someone who actually, when you get knocked down, you come up I and get stand up again. Up. You're never going to keep me down. Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I love that tune. He is a great tune. <laughs> oh, daddy boy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I completely interrupted your flow there. Yeah, it ruined it. It's really bad. But again, another another point is like it's just that as well when you can convey your story correctly, like not correctly in a way that is 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 true to you. I think people start to know like what you stand for as a person as well. I think Mm -hmm. it really sort of gets across. I think again, I do think it's one of those areas where it's not. You kind of got to be not completely to one extreme to the other. I think you have it's to a feel balance, you have to feel the situation because some people are like so, especially if you use social media, they're so into their story that I, I'm going to use it. I don't know if I forget some grief, but a lot of people who are into feminism, mm-hmm. it tends, tends to be that they share so much of that stuff that you get lost and say, "Well, I know you stand for this cause and it's great. I love that you're standing for something, but to the extent that I no longer know who you are." Yes. It's at the expense of... It's controversial, but I like it. No, it's true. I think sometimes people get so warped up into... I mean, it's the same if you, I'm into fitness. It's kind of like you get these phases of CrossFit or mm-hmm. certain lifting. And it's to the point that people love that thing so much and they only share that thing to mm-hmm. the, such an extreme that you forget to say, who are you, though, underneath that? Yeah, it's a, it's about taking... Like, I've done a blog post on this about the... Because there's a whole the unique sellable proposition or whatever... Yeah. Um, and I've I, I talk about the whole cocktail of it, and I think that's the most important bit. It's it's okay, it's great, you know, being a musician that loves music. But every fucking musician loves music. I want <laughs> I want you to be a musician that loves music, loves cars and poodles and poodles. Yeah, great. And then suddenly, <laughs> suddenly it's like, oh yeah, I like poodles too, and I love your style of music. So now I'm actually following your Instagram account because I want to see the pictures of you taking your poodle out for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and you know test driving all these cars and and I want to listen to your music as well and I think that makes all the difference because then suddenly somebody's like oh my god like you know when you like you you meet that person and you're like where have you been all my life because mm. we match so well like yeah. everything you love I love like amazing <laughs> um it's it's kind of like that and I think when you've got the ability to tell those sorts of stories where it's like um like like for me for example uh, not just playing my own trumpet but <laughs> you wouldn't do such a thing would you no of course I wouldn't um, but like okay yeah I'm an actor I love acting yeah I love movies great I fucking love Star Wars to bits and I've got loads of people on my social media account that like I interact with based on Star Wars alone that I don't even know but I've actually developed good relationships with it goes back to that story building and you know I'm a big Apple fanboy and so I've got Apple fanboys that you know will always ping across <laughs> oh, have you seen this have you seen that and, and, and there's a relationship developed okay yes they're probably not the relationships that are going to boost my career forward but they could be and that's the important bit they could be and by telling the stories and revealing all the facets of your character um you have more opportunity because i mean let's face it again if you're if you're a casting director that meets loads of actors or you're uh, i don't know an investor that beats yeah you're an investor okay so people are coming to you because they want money for for their business okay coming to you and being like oh, i'm a businessman i want money it's like, great. But you come to me being like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm a businessman, but I also really engage in environmentalism. And the investor's like, 
oh yeah I wanted to invest in an environmentalist product mm-hmm. it's like suddenly there's actually more of a story there than just being like I'm an mm-hmm. entrepreneur give me money or you kind of get what I'm saying no definitely um, one last sort of thing I want to touch on is like um, is there a way to know how much of a story you put together or do you have to have a different story for sort of different situations or is it because um, I know myself when I meet new people you know the kind of you kind of switch up maybe the kind of angle you take uh-huh. the story is it, is it kind of knowing that person ahead of time or kind of knowing what because I think that helps as well if you know what that person especially you can do that on social mm-hmm. media if you find something that they connect with and you speak on that topic it might be a free road into something um, else so or I, is I, that already going too sort of deep and you're kind of moving yeah, think, away from the yeah, human I kind, nature yeah I kind of too... when you asked that I was kind of thinking is that thinking about it too much and I think yeah it is kind of thinking about it too much at the end of the day if if somebody that I mean this is the wonder of Twitter and this is why Gary Vaynerchuk just nails it on the head every single fucking time right you can follow someone on Twitter someone that you know that you need to connect with right to get where you want to get you can follow them you don't have to engage with them you can follow them but the moment that they post something that you're really passionate about then engage because it's something that you're genuinely passionate about you genuinely have an opinion about so talk about it um and that's and you can search everyone on twitter find out the conversations that are happening and engage in conversations with people that have the same interests of you as you the people that are going to be interested in your story engage with them that way i think if you start pivoting too much and kind of changing I mean, not so much changing your story, but the well, way you can you gamify the way you sort of right, and I think that's when it becomes inauthentic, and actually people will see through it a little bit. So I think, yeah, by all means, obviously judge who you're talking to. I mean, you don't obviously want to be tweeting Richard Branson being like, "Yo, mate, like, what's up?" Because <laughs> he's probably not going to appreciate that. But you know, if you if you're telling the story in a way that obviously Richard Branson's going to appreciate, then yeah, you share an article that he, you know, he might find interesting that you find interesting. Yeah, maybe so, you might get an interaction. Yeah. So change the way you tell the story to a degree, but don't make it inauthentic. Again, you know, if I would not go up to Ice T, for example, and be like, "Yo, what's up, Ice T? Good to meet you, man." Because uh, he'd be I, like, "What the fuck I is this you, white boy doing?" Like, I, I hope you never do that. To anybody. No, right, exactly, because it's inauthentic. But if I go up to Ice T and I'm like, "Oh, you know, I saw your your fuck it, fuck it interview, and I really really liked it, and actually, it's really um, put my mind in a in a like changed the way I think. Thank you so much for for that video. Uh, shaky hand, blah 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 blah." He's probably going to respect that a lot more than if I'm going like, what's up, G? Do you know what I mean? Because he's going to see straight through it. So the main takings for for your own story is really, you've got to be as authentic as possible. I know that's a bit of a buzzword at the moment as well, Mm -hmm. but it's just being true. Like, who are you at the end of the day? And um, another thing is just be vulnerable. Don't be so afraid of actually just showing who you are. People... Mm -hmm connect with that that's the part where people say oh you're you're like me because you've been through that too mm-hmm. and i think that's where the, that sort of really golden opportunity really to make mm-hmm. a really good connection with somebody and you might be thinking i actually don't have that much of a story to tell but you do like okay you might not have gone traveling and like i haven't gone traveling I've, in fact i've only been out of the out of the uk twice in my life and it was during the same summer <laughs> right. What a some of that was. But that doesn't make me a boring person. Like I have got a story and I think, you know, just because you haven't gone and done these crazy things which is like, "Oh my god, you're such a rebel," doesn't mean that you've, you know, got 
no story you have got a story think about why you do things and 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 project that out to the world because actually it's those things that inspire people not the fact that you went to thailand for six months that's your edition of powerful nonsense for this week hope you enjoyed it i enjoyed it i was good little chat enjoying it enjoy it (laughs) of course you do you're you're spending like half hour to an hour in my company what's not to enjoy i don't know how cool i'm about you speaking the kind of gangster voice though what's up g please just don't (laughs) (laughs) so stories 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 we want to hear your story what is your story we want you to share your story with the world in 140 is it 44 140 characters that's twitter we're plugging facebook today Uh, okay what are you doing what are you doing you're ruining my flow go for it i mean do you know what i'm gonna plug both now that you mentioned twitter follow us on twitter pn underscore podcast but also hop on over on the comments for this episode on the post that we put on Tell us your story. What is your story? What makes you you? And yeah, just put that in the comment section. Facebook.com forward slash powerful nonsense. Good stuff. So also reviews, guys. We need these reviews. So please hop on over to iTunes, search for powerful nonsense and leave us a nice little review. And if you do love this episode or any of the episodes, then do us a favor. Share it with someone either on social media Sorry, knock the microphone then. Uh, either on social media or on in person. Share, 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 share. Sharing is caring. Yes, it is. Cool. So I hope you got some value out of that episode. And if, if there's someone else out there who you think is sharing a dodgy story or a story that you think, actually, that's not you, and you say you need to really get connect with who you actually are, share this episode with them. Yes. Because they'll be like, actually, you know what? This isn't me on social media. And why am I lying to everybody? Yeah. Why am I taking Instagram photos of me outside a massive mansion that I don't even live in? Why? It's not mine. (laughs) (laughs) So stay authentic, guys. Share your story. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Be authentic, because it makes all the difference. We will catch you next time. See you later.